time for the WJR Sportsbook? You bet. Sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Now here are your hosts, Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I proudly welcome you into what I think is going to be a stellar edition, aren't they all, of the WJR Sportsbook. Um, Yours truly, Steve Courtney, uh, blessed to be with you from Red Run Country Club in beautiful Royal Oak. Uh, My partner is elsewhere, but doing well. Jamie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? There she is. Everything is well. Uh, just another day. How was golf? On the links. Uh, beautiful. Uh, I was with a tremendous group from Exalta, an automotive group, and uh, they have been participating in the catch outing for a while. And I proudly say uh, we came in 12 under. Now, there's a story that goes along with that because there were some cheaters. There were a couple of stacked groups out here. And, uh, you know, they were at like 17 under. Again, Jamie, more on that as this program unfolds. But uh, I'll tell you, I have been blessed to play this course uh, several times. They have gone through some remodeling, uh, and it is absolutely beautiful. Wish you were here. I wish I were there, too. Can't wait for next year, because is it going to be at Red Run again? I've never played it. It is going to be at Red Run, and you, my dear, will be here. I know that for a fact. It has been a while. Well, a week since we last spoke. Uh, you are due uh, in September. Everything well with you and uh, hubby uh, Ryan? Everything is well. Everything's on track. I have a baby shower this weekend, so things are getting pretty real over here. <laughs> yeah, there's no going back, is there? Uh, no. How's the nursery? How's the nursery? Give us a quick update. Well, nursery update for July 18th. I have wallpaper and some furniture put together. Well, that's wonderful. That is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Uh, you are going in the right direction. Uh, we are going to kick things off here at Red Run uh, with a dear, dear friend. Uh, as you know, I like to spend time with my friend Jim Hughes, the executive director of Catch, Sparky Anderson's charity for children. Uh, he is tied up at the moment with his MC duties and what have you, Jamie. Uh, but we are joined now by, uh, as I say, a, a dear friend, uh, Jim Burline a director of catch for a number of years. And uh, Jim, first of all, I want to introduce you to my partner, Jamie Edmonds. Hi, Jamie. Hi. I wish I could be there with you all. Uh, I wish you could could as well. My my son is expecting uh, in... uh, uh, first week in uh, not my son, my son's wife is expecting. Uh, <laughs> first week, first week in August, so we got a, a baby on the way as well. We were going to have a real medical breakthrough there <laughs> for a <laughs> second, Jim. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, we were discussing before going on there, Mr. B, that uh, this is thirty plus years in the making. Uh, Sparky Anderson started this charity uh, with children in mind, and uh, the legacy. Indeed, continue. A wonderful evening last night, and it carried over first time at Red Run. Wow, all the players are loving it. Yep, the uh, Red Run just did a, some, a superb job of organizing this. When you think of morning uh, tea times and afternoon tea times and the, and the valet and the, the caddies required and, and three meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
it's an extraordinary administrative challenge to take this on. And for the first year, this has been totally seamless. It's like they've been doing this for a decade. Well, you know, and the fact of the matter is uh, the catch charity over the years in this area has carried such a wonderful name. So inevitably, sometimes, Jim, changes have to occur. And like you mentioned, the change to Red Run has been absolutely seamless. Joe Merlino, the uh, uh, longtime GM here, has rolled out the red carpet, and as I mentioned, Every player I've talked to, and I've talked to a lot, uh, they absolutely love what they experienced today. And, and of course, itself was just, just gorgeous condition. The greens, the fairways, the caddies that each group was assigned, they knew what they were doing, and uh, everybody just had a great time. We got we played uh, this morning in like four hours and ten minutes, which for a charity outing is like a, mar- uh, a miracle to keep the thing moving and, and organized and everybody in, uh, involved. It was just gorgeous. Couldn't uh, couldn't do it any better. Jamie, you wow, have that deserves in... that deserves something. Four hours and ten minutes for charity. <laughs> yeah, <it> was... <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. And Jamie, I was going to mention you have played in uh, a lot of uh, charity outings as well. And uh, the bottom line is, the charity you're playing for is of the utmost importance. And obviously, uh, the catch outing, uh, it's all about the kids, Jim. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. When we we uh, we looked last week, and we've given over almost nine and a half million dollars to the uh, to Children's Hospital and Henry Ford Hospital since Sparky created uh, Catch almost thirty five years ago. Wow! And this year alone, we'll give uh, almost four hundred twenty four thousand dollars to split between the two hospitals. So with that kind of money, we can make an amazing difference in the lives of these six kids, six kids and their families, um, and. The, uh, the workers in the hospitals on the front line have the ability to spend our resources to, to satisfy these needs on the spur of the moment when they see them. And it's just amazing. Uh, and every one of our board meetings, we have representatives from the medical teams and, and tell us examples of the kind of things that our catch resources have done. And you can't brainstorm the kind of things that these kids are confronted with that we're able to come in and and address and satisfy and allow them to live a more normal life. Catch was actually one of the very first charity golf events that I ever played in. And I remember not knowing what it was when I first started and then learning about it. And you talk about examples. I remember one of the examples was providing a refrigerator for a family who needed a working refrigerator for their sick child because they needed to refrigerate medicine. It's that grassroots, but it can make such a huge difference. Absolutely. And uh, the, the examples we get at these board meetings are just, just amazing that these kids have what they have to deal with. And it's never their fault. You know, they didn't, That's right. they, they didn't ask to be in the situation or have the health condition they have. And so we do all we can do to, 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 to uh, help them address it and, and make life as good as it can be. You know, Jim, I would love to be able to, just say during our conversation right now that we have been through a pandemic apparently we're still going through it and uh it has been absolutely vital uh for catch to be here because there are no off days when you are providing for children that's for sure no exactly these, these kids have the 24 7 and the people we meet at the at the two hospitals what they go through and and what they've gone through with the pandemic they are just heroes 
They're heroes like our veterans are heroes. They're saving lives and addressing things that we can't even imagine. Uh, and we owe them a lot of gratitude. One well, of my favorite was... thing about sports, you guys, is when sports figures do something great for the community. And how about Sparky Anderson starting this in oh. the 80s? Oh. You know, uh, Jim, that is uh, something that we have talked about over the years. And, uh, you know, I had the distinct pleasure of there was a softball game back in the day. And Sparky was there. And I had laughs with him. And this might have been the beginning of what Catch is all about right now. Because Sparky always told me, you know, it is about the children. And some children are in need more than we ever know. And so Catch was born. And uh, yourself, Jim Hughes, uh, others along the way made it your mission to make sure that this grassroots effort became what it is today. And this is after Sparky's passing. But his family continues to be involved, and that support is invaluable. Um, absolutely. What, if, if he would know what, what's happened to Catch since his passing or uh, from what his original vision was, we are so far beyond, and he would just have the biggest smile on his face that anybody could have. Because who would have thought we, we were able to raise those kind of funds every year. We're able to build an endowment. We have leaders in the community on our board who are so committed. We have donors who support all of our events uh, year after year. The same ones want to come back and, and contribute. So it's, he's left a legacy here that will just go on long beyond any of us. And, and we were so gratified to know that once when, when Sparky passed, we were concerned. Does that mean sure. it's going to kind of like go with him? And we never missed a beat. We just kept growing and the money kept raising. And his name will always be part of it. Um, and at all of our meetings, we always talk about what would Sparky do? Or what is his vision? And what decision would he make? And we're all on board. All right. Well, Mr. B, it uh, is and always has been a uh, pleasure. Uh, I have been very fortunate to be a board member of Catch for the last decade or so. It is my honor to be involved with folks like you, Jim, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much, and it was a wonderful pleasure meeting your lovely wife today for the first time in our 20-plus year relationship. That's right. She usually goes to the formal dinners, not the golf outing, so now she knows what the food's like here. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Jim Berline, thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you, Steve, and thank you to JR for their ongoing support. And, Jamie, I look forward to seeing you when you're back. I'll see you next year. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, she's going to be here. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Uh, all right, Jamie, we have a full slate coming up. It is pretty much a who's who as we continue uh, with the sports book. Uh, a few surprises there, darling, along the way, and uh, some bombshells as well. So uh, you might want to fasten your seatbelt wherever you are and uh, get ready for what's coming your way. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Welcome back into the Sportsbook right here on 760 WJR. Once again, a very special edition as we are coming to you from Red run country club in beautiful royal oak and jamie let me just say this uh this was the first edition of the catch outing at this amazing amazing facility 
And uh, as they say, behind every successful country club, there is a man that makes all the decisions. And in this particular case, his name is Joe Marini. Joe, long time. Yes, Steve. Thank you for having me on there. Thanks for being here, and thanks for Catch to be here. We're honored. Well, uh, there is a history with you and this great outing. No need to get into that. The only thing that matters is right here, right now. And uh, you have been on board here at Rud Run for uh, the last few years. And in that time, Joe, uh, there have been some modifications to the course. And having played it today, let me just be the, well, probably not the first to say, probably the uh, thousandth or so to say that uh, everything is top shelf as always. Uh, Thank you. That's very kind. Um, And the membership is very happy with the new design. We embarked on this uh, pre-COVID. We paused for a year and then made some adjustments before we began the project. And we decided to do our tee boxes as well with the bunkers and added a lot of drainage. And our architect, Bruce Hopner, really did a really good job in bringing back some of the Willie Park old old bunkers and designs and features that he had back in the early 1900s and in the 20s and 30s. So it's kind of a nice testament to Willie Park Jr. Well, I just wanted to say thank you, Joe. Uh, You're a great friend, and I know uh, Executive Director uh, Jim Hughes thinks the world of you for all the right reasons. And uh, thank you for rolling out the red carpet as you've done today. Thank you so much, Steve. All right, Joe Marini, the general manager of Red Run, uh, who's done exquisite work putting this thing thing together and it wasn't easy it never is uh jamie as you well know on an outing of this magnitude uh and now we move on in the who's who of the wjr sportsbook and we are happy to have one of the great human beings i've ever met jamie you probably feel the same way uh he was member of the 1984 detroit tigers world series club and uh, you know him from his fine analyst work with valley sports detroit uh dan petrie uh joins us now mr dan how are you my friend <laughs> i i'm doing great and man that's that's one heck of an introduction steve but i i tell you anytime uh, somebody calls me and says uh hey will you talk to steve courtney you know i'm going to jump on the phone and uh, be happy to talk to you <laughs> well i second well, what steve had to say i think you're a great human so hopefully you like talking to me too <laughs> Well, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? I Maybe you mentioned this, and, and I was at the prelude uh, dinner last night, and uh, of course it was very, um, very touching again with your former colleague, uh, Frank Beckman. Um, you know, it, it just was um, devastating to me, and, and, and I miss him tremendously, and I know how much he loved being there and, and doing his show from, uh, you know, from the catch outing. Well, Dan, you were honored last night for all the right reasons. Uh, You, sir, took home the Sparky Anderson Community Excellence Award. Uh, And, uh, you know, you have made, sir, such an impact on this great, great city, uh, the great state of Michigan, uh, with what you did as a player. And uh, perhaps, uh, Dan, maybe more importantly, uh, what you've done after your playing career was over, because you, sir, have made your mark. Well, you know, if you look back, I mean, I look back and and, I mean, the state of Michigan has given us everything. And when I say us, it's my wife and I both were, you know, from California and we decided to make Michigan our home once my playing days were done. And both our boys were were born here. And so we owe 
everything to the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit, and it's only right that we continue to give back and and, and be a part of the community. And uh, it's it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we've had a lot of success at the high school level, and you know, the team that I helped my son Matt coach. And uh, so it's been a wild ride. And and, and of course, uh, my son Jeff. So um, the hockey player who just was. Traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I know is not, uh, you know, a uh, <laughs> not too many. Somebody's like happy. Well, Dan, somebody you're talking everybody. to right now is very happy. Yeah, not everybody in this company's upset. I'm from Pittsburgh, Dan. Well, well, everybody asked me. I said we we love going to Pittsburgh. I mean, it's uh, every time Jeff was there with uh, with Montreal. I mean, we'd make that easy drive over there and. Uh, it's it's a what I always say is, is it's an underappreciated city, much like Detroit, you know, and if you go and you wear a, a tiger hat with an old English D and you walk around Pittsburgh, they stop you right away, you know, and, and because, oh, you're from Detroit and they talk to you and you tell them how much you like Pittsburgh. And they say, you know, I'm the same way. I love coming to Detroit and it's very underappreciated, you know, so. Two good cities that, uh, you know, are part of the, I don't know, the Rust Belt or whatever you want to call it, but uh, two underappreciated cities that are just wonderful. You know, Dan, well, let me know if you want restaurant recommendations or anything when you come watch your (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we could always use those, you know, uh, because the only place I've been is downtown, never been really to, to too many suburbs, but we have gone up the inclines, of course, and walked around and go down by the river and uh, PNC park and uh, you know, all that, uh, all, all the touristy stuff, I guess. At the end of the day, uh, at the end of the day, Dan, uh, your son, Jeff, uh, he's one of those uh, uh, unique breeds in national hockey league play who has played for Le Habitant du Montreal. And now he goes to another historic franchise in the uh, wind. So good for him. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, there was a crazy stat that somebody showed, uh, which I think will be broken very soon. But, but I guess Jeff has played, I think it's eight hundred, eight 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 hundred and two or eight hundred and three games. So he's he's the all-time leader in an American-born player to play the most games uh, for Canadian teams. Uh, Blake Wheeler is probably going to break that, but I was I was shocked when I heard that because he wow. played for Edmonton and played for Montreal, and I couldn't be prouder just for the fact of here's a couple of kids from California, my wife and I, that don't know anything about hockey, and uh, our son ends up playing for, you know, two great uh, Canadian cities and Canadian teams. In the time we have left, Peaches, uh, we'd be remiss in not talking about the uh, our beloved Tigers at the All-Star break. Um, I think so far, and I think for I speak for everyone in the room, here is a team, Dan, uh, that had expectations going into this yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, division, playoffs, uh, this, that, and the other thing. And it, it hasn't gone that way. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with maybe underachievement. But that being said, and I am, and you know this about me, Dan, I am a cup is half full guy. A year ago, the Tigers kind of caught fire after the All Star break. Yep, In your heart of hearts, Dan Petrie, is that a possibility moving forward? Well, I, you know, you talk about underachievement this year, but maybe they overachieved last year. That's what all the experts yeah. were talking about when they said, you know, the Tigers aren't going anywhere in 2022 because they overachieved in 2021. Um, I, you know, I don't really know what to expect in the second half. 
just because of just the, you know, the multitude of injuries that have plagued this team. I know everybody has injuries and everything, but I mean, just go down and, and, and just every day it's a new injury and somebody's on the IL. But, you know, you start getting some people back and then you get the players especially offensively playing up to their capabilities and their expectations. And then you start to turn things around, but they've dug themselves such a deep hole, Steve, as you know, that, uh, you know, it's going to be very tough to come back and, uh, you know, but as AJ Hinch always says, just win today's game and worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Dan, I know the answer to this, but I assume you think AJ Hinch is the right guy at the right time for this team. You know, I do believe that. And, you know, if you, if you look back though, um, you know, at the Houston ball club that he won, you know, the world series with, and then, and then lost to the Washington nationals the next year. I mean, they were extremely talented. They had, you know, all-stars at almost every position. So that's why I was so impressed with what AJ Hinch did with the ball club last year was he didn't have all-stars at every position, but he got a new mindset and he turned a pretty good player into a really good player. And that's why I think that once Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson and some of these younger kids start coming up and he can develop them in his style and the way he wants them to play, that's where you're going to have the success that he had in Houston. You know, Dan, uh, the All-Star game tomorrow night in the City of Angels and our Detroit Tigers will be represented uh, by Miguel Cabrera yeah. and a, a fella that I emulated his swing uh, back in my hardball days, uh, old number 23, Willie Horton. Uh, he is going to be there, and I think that is a wonderful, wonderful tribute, uh, not only for Willie, uh, but for the Tigers as well, because, Dan, nobody knows better than you, a World Series champion, uh, what Willie Horton has meant to this city uh, in some very difficult times, I'll point out, and what he has meant to this Tigers organization. You're exactly right, Steve. And, you know, I, I pitched against Willie Horton and, you know, at the, at the end of his career. And, but then I got to know him more as a person and, and, and appreciated what he did and what he meant to the city. I didn't know really anything about Willie Horton until we made a road trip together and we both spoke in front of a bunch of people. And I was like, wow. I mean, I knew you when I was a kid, but also pitching against you. And I know he's just tickled to be a part of that, especially with Dusty Baker. And, you know, also, like you said, Miguel Cabrera. I mean, this guy's accomplished everything. 500 home runs, 3,000 hits, yet he keeps going and going and going. So good for both of them. And they're going to have a blast. (laughs) I just want to get one more question in for you with them finally okay. sending Spencer Torkelson down to the minors. Yeah. What is the benefit for a young player like that? It might be, I don't know, embarrassing at first, but like, isn't there a benefit for him to doing that? Well, we, well, you know what? It is great question. And, you know, I think that's what makes AJ Hinch such a great manager and communicator is that I'm sure he pulled them in and told him, everything that he wanted and why this was happening. Hey, it's, you know, it's not, it's not that we want to do this. We just think it's best for your development. And, you know, when we're walking around the clubhouse, it it seems like the same old Spencer's Torkelson and, you know, he hasn't changed, but I'm sure that AJ and the coaching staff probably picked up on some 
different body language and just said, hey, you know, Spencer's not the same Spencer we saw in spring training or earlier in the year. And they just want him to get right. And I, I, I think that's all it is, is look, at we love you. We want you to be back here in a week or two weeks or whenever that time is. But we need you to get right in a little bit of a reset. And I think that's all it is. They know that they're counting on the organization's counting on him. And I, I think that's just exactly what they want him to do is just go down and, and be Spencer. And then when you come back up, hopefully you'll just take off and, and that little reset will do you a world of good. Dan Petrie, as always, my friend, thank you so very much for your time. Congratulations on the award last night at the prelude party, uh, the Sparky Anderson Community Achievement Award. Uh, very well-deserved. Uh, Peach is always a great conversation with you my friend well great talking to both of you and uh yeah i can't wait to see you guys uh, very very soon okay all right you betcha looking dan. forward to it dan uh jamie uh i'm not responsible for what happens the remainder of this edition of the sports book here on wjr why uh, there is well because we have some guests coming up um that um if i were them I'd be very disappointed uh, <laughs> okay. in today's festivities. But you know what? Uh, we'll let them defend themselves if they can. Uh, but it's going to be very insightful. We will be joined shortly by Casey Lubon, my friend, the fine head golf coach at Michigan State University, and uh, Mr. David Hall, right-handed, left-handed. I'm a scratch golfer. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see what happened today on the uh, golf course as we continue with the sports book. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> oh, you better believe it will be. Yeah. Leave it here on 760 WJR. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. As always, thank you very much to our friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort for making this broadcast possible. Uh, Steve Courtney, Jamie Edmonds here. And, Jamie, uh, nobody knows better than you. When it comes to the great game of golf, there's a lot of trash talking involved. Oh, absolutely, especially at a charity event. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's where we begin our next segment um, because – uh, the group that I had, and I uh, went into great detail earlier, uh, wonderful, wonderful guys, and we came in at 12 under, and uh, that's respectable. Did it win? No. Not no. even close. <laughs> oh. But there were a couple of teams, Jamie, who were absolutely stacked. Could you imagine having on one team the U.S. Amateur Champion, James Pyatt, out of Michigan State University, go green. Casey Lubon, the head golf coach at Michigan State University. Stud, and he's a stud player. Go green. Yeah. Uh, some hack <laughs> who played at Michigan. <laughs> right and left-handed. I'm a scratch golfer. Uh, Jeff Marcero, our fine sales guru, yeah. who can play a little bit. And his brother Mike. Who can bomb it. Vomit. Yeah, he can also put it somewhere where nobody knows where it's at. <laughs> True. And he's asked, why did you do that? Yeah. So anyway, congratulations. Jamie, they did won. they win? Yeah. Yeah. You were what? 17 under. 
<laughs> Did you eagle? I have, I have to laugh. <laughs> uh, we had one eagle and uh, two pars. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And I played on a, 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 a team with Jamie earlier this uh, this spring, and we didn't fare as well, but we had a good time. Uh, yeah, that's we all were that matters. Seventeen under. We were not Oakland seventeen Hill. under. Yeah, because we didn't have Casey and we didn't have Pyatt. That was the problem. <laughs> right. Well, where is James? Uh, he had to take off. He went to go to the gym. He's got to get ready. You know, he's a very focused individual. He went back to East Lansing to clean out his locker. Really? Oh yeah, that is what he did. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Casey. it was extreme. You want me to take you inside to the whole thing? It's very interesting. Please, David. So James Pyatt, you know, who's played for Casey now for years, he tells the coach. He said, "Hey, coach, this is on the course today. Inside scoop. Uh, cleaned out my locker, coach." And he says, "Oh, okay. I didn't know you. You know." He said, but I didn't vacuum it. I don't, I don't feel right about that, that I didn't va- This is James Pye. This is what a great kid he is. And Casey's like, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. He wanted to make sure that the coach <laughs> knew that he didn't vacuum it out. That's what a great kid he is, honestly. It was he great. is a great kid. He is and great. David, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And I've had a uh, uh, wonderful time in my previous chats with James Pye, and he is humble as the day is long. And Casey, uh, as his... Coach, I know how proud you are. We just spent some time last Thursday on the blowtorch. Uh, yourself and Magnum T.I., Tom Mizzo, uh, you were part of that mess. And uh, <laughs> it's got to be a wonderful feeling. Ha- have you come back down to earth? No, I don't want to either. I, I want the next U.S. Amherst come champ to come after this one. Sure. But, um, you know, just making today important is what James Byatt's about. Because when I told him a week ago, hey, we got an outing Monday at 1 o'clock. Well, who's coming? I said, I don't care. Show up at 1 o'clock, right? <laughs> like, be there for me. And then he heard who was coming, and he enjoys these days. He enjoys the people who made him who he is. And that's the most important thing for me. He can be U.S. Amateur champ. He can play professional golf. He cares about the people who were with him when this started. And I will say, Coach Luban hit it past him. On 18 to One they, time. They both caught it really good off the tee. Really? And we got out there in the scramble, and I thought for sure Pyatt's ball was eight yards ahead of Luba, and no. It was Coach that was ahead of Pyatt. And, and I you asked don't him. think I'm going to be telling this story for yeah, five years. Yeah. You're completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. He really caught one. The coach caught got one. got that one. And he got it out there, and even Pyatt admitted. And I hit mine pretty good. He said he hit So the old man over here can still play. When, when when James joined the team, I kept telling him all through recruiting, if you can ever beat me, you'll be a good player. If you can ever beat me, you can be a good player. So we got paired together when he was in high school, and I beat him pretty bad. And in the first 13 times I played him, I was 11-2. and two. Since then, I'm Owen forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you developed him too good, Coach. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? and I got old at the yeah, same time. Yeah. So. Jamie, what do you think of this mess? Well, first of all, it sounds like you guys are having a great time. So I have FOMO, which I taught you means fear of missing out. Yes, but you did. Two, I wanted to ask you guys yet another Pittsburgh connection, what it was like being at Oakmont and winning that historic uh, amateur there. Yeah, uh, Jamie, I hope I can put it into words someday. But to, to be at one of America's greatest treasures in the world of golf, <clears throat> to watch a kid who was just a 14-year-old punk when we offered him a scholarship. You know, so that's eight years after we offered him a scholarship. Right. He was dreaming beyond our dreams. And with 10 holes to go, I tell this story a lot. Um, 
I knew that he was going to be fine, right? But to watch in his eyes that he knew he was going to be fine, that's all a coach can ask for. Whether he wins or loses from that point, when he stepped on 10-T, he wasn't a scared young man, and he was doing it at one of the cathedrals of American golf. So when later that night when we were celebrating with the trophy, and we're looking at the trophy, 1925, Bobby Jones won his first U.S. Amateur at Oakmont. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I got super emotional. Like, my kid just won the U.S. Amateur at the same place Bobby Jones won the Casey, U.S. Amateur. Casey, it's crazy. Well, you know, 87 years before that. Um, and, and that was the first time I saw him get emotional about it. Right. So every time he walks into Oakmont the rest of his life, where he's a member, and he should take all of us really yeah, soon. Yeah. Well, you would Agreed. think. He's going to walk into that lobby and see Ben Hogan and Dustin Johnson and Paula Creamer and James Byatt the rest of his life. That's insane. It's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and, and we played some golf together this winter, he and I, and I told him when we were strolling down the fairways, I said, you know, it's really cool that you won the USM, but it's even more cool that I can go to Oakmont whenever I want now. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words have never been yeah. spoken. And, Casey, before we let you go, uh, there are some big goings on at American Dunes. Uh, I have yet to play it. Uh, it is a bucket list deal. Uh, but come early fall, there's yeah. big goings on out there. And we discussed this with Magnum T.I. Tom Izzo the other day. It was just an inspiration. My father was a Vietnam vet. You know, America is something we believed in and talk about, and it's everywhere. In my living room is a 48-star flag that my grandfather carried over um, in World War II. So when I got to American Dunes, I really felt the urge to create a college golf tournament at this special site, right, where they honor the – the family members of fallen soldiers. So this year we're going to start one of the biggest tournaments in college golf, Grand Haven, September 26, 27, 28. Um, the whole event, all teams from across the world will be in, and the proceeds are all going to go to fallen soldiers' family members. It'll be on golfchannel.com. It's going to be a special wow. thing for the state of Michigan. And it goes really well with our Armed Forces Classic event where the basketball team is going to be playing Gonzaga on an aircraft carrier. So Michigan State in the military, it's a great uh, great thing for us this year. Uh, Jamie, uh, there is a rumor that we will be doing the sports book from there. However, since your baby will probably be two weeks old, uh, <laughs> I don't know how accessible you're going to be, but uh, look forward to it. I would love to go out there. If it's not then, it's got to be another time because that sounds amazing. We will make it happen. Uh, David Hall, uh, in all seriousness, before we let you go, you hack. Um, <laughs> this real estate bubble that's going on, yeah. and, and your day job is running the show at Hall Financial. Congratulations yeah. on yeah. your success. Yeah. Um, the real estate bubble, we have kept tabs on it uh, on the Great Michigan Weekend and other venues yeah. over a period of time. Yeah. What exactly is going on well, with the, inflation and high gas and everything else? Yeah, it's tough. Um, well, uh, there's no bubble. There's a little cooling off, which I think is actually a good thing because prices have soared so much, and I think they'll cool off a little bit. But maybe even more important than that, you know, because of this show and because of you, is tomorrow being your birthday. And I think you're turn. Are you turning 59 again? Again. 59 again? With three years experience. Should we sing? Do you think we should sing? <laughs> David, there's no need to do that. No. Uh, I appreciate the I effort. I felt like the entire WJR team should I, just uh, sing to you, serenade you tonight on your show. Uh, no, I appreciate yeah. the effort, uh, my friend. He's and, 62, uh, by the way, everybody. He's not 59. <laughs> yeah, well, you and know. And he shot 12 under and we beat him by five. 
with a stacked stack team, of course. Here we go with the U.S. Senator champ, head I golf coach at Michigan yeah. State. Of course. Uh, scratch golfer, right left-handed. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, I can hit a golf ball. I don't know why you always imitate me like I'm Homer Simpson. What is that about? Don't! <laughs> and the Marcero boys, for crying out loud. They're the best. And you yeah. know the Marcero boys are the best. We had a great yeah, time. Absolutely. Casey's great, and I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last week, and he's just a great guy, and we had a... Great time out here, support and catch. Yeah, he's great, and James is great, and so we've just—it's been just a ton of fun, and being able to support the charity is really an honor. Jeff Marshall has been a friend of mine for a long, long time. We've been at JR together for a for a while, and Jeff, I got to be honest, this is probably history in the making on the blowtorch. I don't know what you do. <laughs> None of us do. Well, he plays golf. Yeah, he invites us to great golf outings that we go. Have you ever noticed? Yeah, well. his, have you ever noticed his wife's hashtag on social when she goes somewhere with him? Every time they're on a golf course, she says it's bring your wife to work day. Right. <laughs> that's what. That's what happens. Uh, Listen, well, you know, I've been Wendy's on, the best. I, Wendy's the best. Wendy is the greatest, She's and I've been on many a golf outings with Jeff, and God love him, and. It seems like every time we go out of town for a, a golf trip of any sort, yeah. there's a major home redo going on. <laughs> it's, it's hysterical. Yes, yeah, we're having a dormer belt, and I'm going to leave for a few days. When do you handle it? Yeah. All right, True. fellas. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. Uh, we'll be back to defend our title next year, by the way, and yes, uh, maybe you could stack your team. You know what I mean? I'm going to bring Jamie, my partner. Okay. I'll I'll be back. She's a player. Jamie, you got to get back here. I'll be back from that ladies' okay. tee with my driver. You can't wait. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. you watch. You need to work on your game a little bit. What? Just a little bit. I know you're. Bra- I heard you bragging in there about how good you played today. Trying I, to tell everybody how you carried your team. I heard you in there. I don't brag, dude. <laughs> I act like I've been there before. Driver doesn't fade. In the words of Mel Tucker. Driver doesn't fade. The great Mel Tucker. Yes. 2-0 against Michigan, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 2-0 or 2-1? Uh, no, 2-0. 2-0. Two 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 and a year from now, I look forward to taking you into the deep end. <laughs> I think my time on the show is up. <laughs> I've been run out of here. Oh, look at the time. We'll see you. It's the Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook. Sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. You know, Jamie, as we uh, close up shop here at Red Run Country Club in beautiful Royal Oak, uh, here the 35th annual Catch Golf Classic. And uh, we are going to end it, Jamie, uh, as we should. Uh, Executive Director Jim Hughes joins us. Uh, Jimmy, I say this to you every year. Congratulations. Change of venue this year to Red Run. Joe Marini, the general manager, rolls out the red carpet. The players have just been speaking volumes of this golf course. Has it been incredible? And, Jamie, hi, how are you? We miss you. Hi, Jim. I wish I could be there. It sounded fantastic. Well, we have a, we have a catch bear for this uh, new baby, so keep me posted. But, no, <laughs> honestly, do. everything was just spectacular. We've known Joe, Mar- Joe Marini since... 2000 when we went back to Meadowbrook and he always rolls out the red carpet. He has got an incredible staff. I can't tell you how many people I've met here today that work here that treat me like I've known them for 20 years. That's they, so important. They're just great folks. 
and all the people that were playing golf, all the people, the volunteers, they just raved about this place. Red Run Golf Club is is about as good as it gets when it comes to a charity outing. They just they just did a phenomenal job. You've been doing what you've been doing for a while, and so very well, Jim. Uh, Jim Berline, director, chatted with us earlier, uh, and he mentioned uh, something that we'll discuss quickly here. When Sparky passed, was there a fear in you that everything that Catch stood for might be gone by the wayside? Because if that was the case, let me be the first to point out as a proud board member that it's gotten stronger, you know, with Sparky always in our hearts and his family involved. You know, it it never crossed my mind that we would ever go backward because, as you know, as a board member of Catch, when we bring people onto the the board, Edsel Ford, our chairman at the time, and now Jim Berline, we meet with the prospective new trustees. We talk about what the expectations are. We get everybody drinking the Kool-Aid. And they know what they're going to be asked to do. And these are people of you know, high-quality individuals in this town. Certainly. And uh, they're not going to say yes and that not do anything. We have three-year, as you know, three-year renewable terms. Rarely does someone serve three years. They keep coming back and sure. keep getting renewed because they're, they're doing the job. And they're the ones that make this charity ha- happen. Well, just give yourself a pat on the back because nine million bucks for Children's Hospital and Henry Ford Hospital—that means something. It's something special. Thank you, Jamie. It's just like I said, it's a team effort. Appreciate everything you do, everything you've done over the years. It was great seeing Div at our prelude party last night, taking some uh, footage of that. And, yeah, we you know, put you on TV. Yes, you you do. And you know what? When Alan Frank was vice president and general manager at WDIV, he was our first board chairman. And he really helped put Catch on the map back when the Tigers were on WDIV. And WJR has been with us from day one. Probably so. And, uh, folks, uh, unfortunately, our time from Red Run has come and gone. Uh, Jim Hughes, my good friend, thank you so much for all you do. Uh, I know how important the uh, kids are to you, uh, as it should be, with a charity that was uh, born by Sparky Anderson with them in mind. Thank you very much, Steve. Thanks for all you do. God bless you. Uh, Partner, I look forward to seeing you again. It's been intermittent the last couple of weeks, Jamie, but uh, we will be together again next week. I'll see you next Monday for the Rocket Mortgage stuff. Classic. Oh, we will be doing the Mitch Album Show in its entirety from the Rocket Mortgage Classic at Detroit Golf Club. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to having you with us as we continue on WJR.